Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 562 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined by um, some fantastic athletes and Stephen Kyle Brackey, who may be the best athlete of us all. <laughs> We've got a special guest. Assistant coach at Ohio, the Ohio State University. I don't know where Coach Jaggers is on the the for Ohio State, but I just always throw it in there. Coach Jaggers is on. Coach, how you doing? What's up, man? It's good to be here. Hey, good to have you on. And obviously, there's a lot of NCAA wrestling discussion right now because of this new ruling that, surprise, everyone, this year doesn't count. It's like, whose line is it anyway? Everyone gets to wrestle. It doesn't count for anything. And it's all great, I guess, I think. But as we were talking about before the show, there may be some uh, interesting repercussions. So I figured, hey, let's get someone who knows what they're talking about, Coach Shaggers, on to maybe lay it out for us and kind of give us the, um, the bullet points for this rule. And then maybe we can delve into the, the ramifications uh, afterwards. Yeah, um, yeah. I work. I work at Ohio State. I work pretty closely with compliance. I've, I've been lucky to uh, be on a couple, like panels and stuff um, within the university. And uh, our our liaison, I, I I adore, and we work we work well together. So like to me, compliance like isn't a dirty word. So and I'm fascinated by like law and all that. So um, so I'm so I'm into this stuff. So I think that's probably why you had me on. I appreciate it. Um, Basically, the rule, as you said it, this year isn't. This year is going to be an exempt year from the terms of eligibility. So, you know, if you got a guy who this is going to be his redshirt sophomore year, you can use him this year, and then next year he's a redshirt sophomore again. So, uh, now I think the the where it gets a little more, you know, that, that's what people are seeing on the surface, which I understand. Like, knee jerk reaction is great, bonus. Everybody gets an extra year. And, um, but there's definitely, there's definitely some things and I don't even know where I stand really. Like, like Ben, you said, like, I got to really dive in and think about it as to, um, Mm -hmm. you know, all these ramifications. I just know that there's going to be quite a few. And I think that people should probably be informed as to what, uh, all those ramifications can be. Cause there's going to be some trickle down to high school athletes as well. But, um, I think the interesting part is how, uh, only seniors. So if you have a senior this year on your roster only uh next year his money would be exempt so you know yeah. nine i would hit the jackpot on this one baby yeah they, they 
They definitely did. Seriously. That's, that's where I, well, that's where <laughs> I catch myself where, where, you know, I'm thinking about it. And of course my, you know, my mind turns to our rivals in Iowa and Michigan and they, they have a lot of seniors on their team and we don't, you know? So I'm mm-hmm. like thinking about it, like, Hey, as, as you, as you parse through this thing, are you just, are you just thinking or, or, or about your own circumstances? But, um, uh, so you got to be careful at that, but I think that yeah, definitely. If you have if you have a senior Latin team, uh, it's better for you than than if you have uh, a younger team because every so everybody else who's you know like like we have Sammy Sasso, he's going to be this is his sophomore year. Um, Carson Karchla is a freshman. They will also get a, a year tacked on to the end of of their of their college year because this one doesn't count, right? So that's great. We love we love the guys that we have. We love our roster. So it's nice to have those guys. The only difference is where um, you know a team like Michigan or Iowa doesn't have to pay for their seniors next year. If you want to pay for that bonus year, you have to come up with that within your nine point nine. So I think that's the that's the part that I don't know if everybody uh, has has a great understanding of. Yeah. So, so not gonna only does... your, it's going to hurt your recruiting down the line. You're saying like because you I, thought yeah, you were going to so have I'm only. Gonna two years and now they have three years left yeah well from uh from both standpoints financially so 2021 grads should be okay because you know like i said the guys that were graduating this year they're not on the books next year but 2022 grads it can impact uh from a standpoint of hey i thought i was going to have three or four scholarships to free up because i had all these guys graduating in 2022 and now i'm not um, or and also from the standpoint of there's going to be more overlap, right? So yes. it's uh, it is uh, some people mentioned it on Twitter yesterday. It, it's I mean there's a lot of there's going to be a lot of tinkering with with lineups and and gray shirts and gap years and stuff like that. So one thing and and just to make this really clear and you guys were touching on it, but you guys don't understand Iowa next year they've got. Lee, DeSanto, Ironman, Marinelli, Kemmer, who all would be seniors, who would all be back not only this year, but next year. Not only do they get to come back, but they can get their full rides, but they will not count against the 9.9, effectively giving Iowa 15 <laughs> scholarships. 15 scholarships. Right? Oh, and five of them, five of them are, are, would be held by five, basically, title contenders. So it definitely is... Um, a huge, huge advantage for a senior-laden team like Iowa, like Michigan, like um, I don't know if there's any others that are as senior-laden as, as those two. But my, my question is, and, and where I'm thinking, you were touching on this, Coach, how do you navigate this with the, with the juniors knowing that, okay, I'm expecting this guy and this guy to come off scholarship? Are you going to have to say, I have to predict if, I won't say any recruits' names. This recruit is going to be better than what this guy is who I've had in the room for three years. Is that the kind of decisions you're going to have to make? I'd imagine. I'd imagine so. Yeah, I think I think those are probably conversations happening in, in recruiting war rooms around the country today, right? There, it's uh, yes. and and that's that. I, I think that's that's besides the like competitive, the competitive maybe imbalance for a year. That, that that the extra scholarships you know may have next year or whatever because because remember everybody did when COVID hit everybody did lose a year last year so it's like you know yeah. as much as I was going to be a thorn in our side this year and next year with all those guys but you know 
Spencer, I, I'm, I'm happy for some guys that do get a chance at four or, or, or get, get their four tries at the national tournament. Like we're going to benefit from that too, right? Sammy Sasso, he thought he was going to win the nationals. So did I. And he didn't get a chance as a freshman. So I am happy that a lot of guys are getting that extra year. I just, I just think that it's, it's trickier than just, just throwing our hands up and celebrating like, yeah, bonus year for everybody. That, that, that's my own, only point. And then uh, to touch on your question. Yeah. I think that's the part that, um, I guess that's the part that uh, I struggle with because uh, one, I don't like conflict, so I'm very uncomfortable with that. So it's like, uh, hold on, uh, sorry, my three-year-old's trying to get okay. a snack here. <laughs> we love we love three-year-olds. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah, great. right. So, um, so I'm, so I'm. I, I just think that it puts coaches and 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 athletic departments in a very uncomfortable position uh, to decide on those non-seniors when their time comes for their bonus year to make decisions like, Hey, do you take, do you take the guy that's been in your program for four years for that extra year or, you know, and, and, and run the risk of losing a top prospect. Yeah. Oh, no. So those are decisions that people are going to have to make and, and they are tough ones. Yeah. Yeah. That is really tough. Um, man, so, get her. Go, go ahead, Ben. Who, who, I'm trying to think of who who's going to be the worst off by this. It's got to be the juniors in high school right now, right? Or the sophomores, juniors. That, that's where my head's going to, man. Just, just like juniors. I said, I mean, this. Yeah. I, I've known that this was kind of coming down for for a couple of days, but uh, you know, for it to actually hit last night, um, I got to really dive in and, and and you know look at our look at our roster and look at our financial situations and and stuff like that. But yeah, that. It, Knee-jerk reaction? I think so. I think 2022s and 2023s. Yeah. Wow. Do you think, do you um, think they – go ahead, Ben. What? You go ahead. All right. If you're sure. Um, <laughs> I, was, I was just going to kind of somewhat pivot. Um, we, we can kind of – we're going to stay in this kind of arena. But there's also talk of, like, everyone getting one free transfer now and that kind of being the, the thing moving forward. That's obviously something that would be that would impact you guys, probably both ways, because just the, the nature of college wrestling is guys leave and guys come and et cetera. What What are your thoughts on that? Um, I think I already think that there's been there's been an upward trend in terms of transfers. You know, I almost think you, you know you're, you'd be better served like as a program to always have a little bit in the reserve because I mean look at look how many good guys were in it this summer. I mean, we, yeah. we, we picked up Tate Orndorff from Utah Valley. But, um, I mean, there were a lot of guys. I mean, uh, who Cronin from Indiana transferred. I mean, uh, McGee, the Old Dominion thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Woods was in there for a second. So I think uh, this, this, this is going to make it – some athletic departments might just might not be able to afford it, right? They might be like, listen, we're already yeah. giving you 9.9. We're already giving you 9.9. You have three seniors – and you know we can't fund them, so now well, you might have to. The, some schools might have to tell a guy, like you know, you got to go find another guy for your for your bonus year. Yeah, I, I just keep calling it that. Iowa, that yeah, but Jeff uh, or Jay, <laughs> I went back to 2002. Jeff, <laughs> Jeff's my dad. <laughs> uh, so hey, um, like Iowa, for example, they just cut three programs. 
Um, and so, you know, to your point, if, are they going to have the money to fund four extra scholarships for the wrestling program when they just cut three or four programs? And the answer to that is, I bet they'll find a way to do it, but it, it, you know, it can't be easy for them. And then our other programs where wrestling isn't the powerhouse, are they going to do it? And that that's a tough one. I think the other yeah. thing that we haven't discussed yet is Ivy leagues. I mean, those guys, they apparently they don't allow graduates to compete. So how is that going to affect them? Like how Yanni's going to have to transfer to somewhere to do number five, isn't he? Yes. Right. Yeah, if he, he wins, if he, I'm not at a school. It is yes. true. It yeah. is true that he would have to he would have to transfer for if he wanted to go for a fifth. Now, <laughs> That's who knows? So crazy. He would have to That's win so two more and then make the decision. But um, it's not a decision well, you he has can't, to make well, you now. You can't double up. You can double up degrees in Ivy. You it's can, like, but enough, from from an athletic perspective, I forget what what the you, exact verbiage is. Yeah, you have like eight semesters to compete. You can't compete more than eight semesters. So, couldn't do he, every, do all the spring? Yeah, why couldn't he just do that? That's what Chaz Tucker was going to do. But I think you can only do eight semesters, and you can only do probably four NCAA championship seasons. I'm and guessing you, you could probably only skip so many semesters. You can't just skip like he would have to skip three falls in a row. Yeah, That'd I don't know. Weird, weird Ivy thing. Yeah. So it would be really strange to think well, about. He would have to transfer. Ben, you brought up a great point pre pre show though. Um, um, how many? There's also teams scrambling right now for this year because they have they were planning on redshirting guys or Olympic yeah. redshirting guys. And now they're like, gosh, I get to use them for free. You yeah. know, like it doesn't. But they got but they got to pay for their scholarship. No reason too. to redshirt anybody. There's no reason yes, to redshirt none. anybody. None. But so I mean, so the point I brought pre show because since we you didn't say it was that. A lot of these people are Olympic redshirting because they thought this was going to be a crazy year and there's the Olympics so they could do that. So a lot of teams are taking advantage of that. A lot of those guys aren't on scholarship, right? They're not they're not being paid for whatsoever. So they've already allotted the scholarships to the kids who are currently on the team. So now are they going to scramble to pull the scholarship money back off of the kids currently on the team so that the Olympic redshirt kids can enroll in school and, and then wrestle second semester? And that's going to be really strange to see how that happens. Yeah, they probably won't be able to pull their, or readjust the scholarship mid-year. But but those boys that are plant that were planning on Olympic redshirting would probably have to uh, to um, be on no aid during the spring semester. Yeah, that's that's totally wild. So, um, what I, I know you said uh, you know you're you're still kind of weighing the options, but after. COVID-19 happened and we didn't have the the NCAs last year. Should that have just been it? No one gets the year and, and moving forward. Do you think that would have been a, a direction that made sense? Or do you think, hey, if we can do something at least partially fair for some of the guys? Because the bottom line is the seniors are still getting screwed from last year. You know, Colin Moore, Pat Lugo, those types. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, I don't know, man. It's like I said, I keep. I keep trying to catch myself because we don't have a lot of seniors making sure that my my thoughts on this aren't just defined by our circumstances, right? Yeah. So uh, I want to be very careful there. And um, But uh, I think that I, – I just I just don't know. There is a, there is a chance that, um, you know, the looks like our Big Ten schedule is going to start in January and we're going to have – you're going to have – eight duels or whatever. Some of them might be in the form of a tri meet or, 
or a round robin thing, but you're going to wrestle eight or nine other kids in your conference. There's and and the plan obviously is to have Big Ten tournament and NCAA championships. So there's there's a chance that on let's say February first, Ben, you're sitting at home watching and you don't know the difference between a COVID year versus not. You look on your TV and you got you got Wisconsin versus Nebraska, Iowa versus Penn State, Ohio State versus Michigan, mm-hmm. and all is right in the world and it feels normal. And then we get the Big Tens and NCAA's off off you know they they they, they happen, and then you're like, well, that's the year. That doesn't count, but the one that didn't have a championship for <laughs> years. So like that's where I'm struggling. Where it's like I don't know if I would have rushed to make a decision in October on a free year, unless like we got to Jan- mid January, mid February, and then we had to shut things down. And it's like, yeah, let's let's do it. Let's 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 that plan yeah. that was in place to get everybody that bonus year. Let's do it. So I, I guess that's just the only thing that where my head goes. Yeah, um, agree. I understand that, and I think my initial reaction was probably most fans' reactions because I'm I am just a fan. It's like cool, more Sammy Sasso, more Spencer yeah, Lee. Sure. Why would I not like that? Um, and that is good. That is good. I think so, it's great. I think it's great for the individuals for sure. Yeah, because because kids have goals and they deserve they deserve. I think everybody deserves four fair shots at at the NCAA tournament. Yeah, I agree with that. Just, now, it's a, just the it's just. A lot, of, lot, lot. It's going to impact a lot more though than just those those athletes, which you know, we talked about. Yeah, without question. So, Mike, as we look to this season and this modified schedule, et cetera, what are you hearing about how they're going to do like NCAA qualifications when there's only like eight eight duels and you know conferences? And how are they going to? No one's going to have wrestled anyone. Are they going to like expand the field, reduce the field? What What do you think it's going to look like, Coach? I'm not certain. I know that obviously the threshold for for some of those parameters you got to hit, like RPI and whatever, they'll obviously have to be dropped because nobody's going to have that as many matches. Um, I think it'll be up to institutions. So, so it looks like we're trying to have we're going to have two weekends in which we can compete out of conference. Mm-hmm. Now, whether you know the school that you want to face or the event you want to go to has to fulfill the Big Ten standards when it comes to protocols. They're still trying to iron out. But right now I know that there's two weeks buffered in. At least that's the plan for now. Uh, COVID, right? Plans mean just about nothing. But, right. Um, <laughs> the plan is have to have a couple weeks buffered in for some out-of-conference because, yeah, that's a great point. I think I think how do you – how do you juxtapose wrestler A versus B when there's no common opponents? They've all like they got a guy could be one in seven in the big yeah. 10. And he's like, yeah, he's the 13th best kid in the country though. Right. <laughs> but you don't have the <laughs> point like the Cliff Keen tournament or the Michigan state open that uh, where you're, where he has that win over a guy who's a top 20. So that's, it's, it's going to be chaos, man. I don't know. That's what just let every head goes. Let's have the biggest national tournament ever. Every single honestly, and, and I mean, I well, I you have to expand the field, in my opinion. I don't know how you can say you're getting even close to knowing the 33 best, other than taking in things like previous years' results very heavily, right? And which you're not supposed, right? You're supposed yeah, to be blind I'm, to whatever. Am I going to take a, but, a, a on, 2019 I mean, Cliff Keen result and and factor that in for NCAA qualification? What Ben? How many how many schools are going to choose not to participate? Because I got to assume like 
the California schools are probably going to say we're not feeling they're fielding a wrestling team this year. And has haven't a few other teams done that already? So won't there I haven't be heard a that. lot less? Man, I hope yeah, Stanford doesn't. This is their last year. Yeah, that could happen too. I think there, there there's a threshold though where uh, an NCAA championship is still considered an NCAA championship as long as X percentage of 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 you know available member institutions go. I think it's like fifty. It might be fifty percent. Yeah, so if we have 50. if we have eighty Division One programs, as long as forty of them are 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 all for it, then that's that's a sanctioned NCAA championship. But Ben, I think that that if if fifty want to go, let them all in. Yeah. Okay. One, yeah. one or two extra rounds. Yeah. One. I, I say let's do it. Why not? It'd be fun. Um, I don't know logistically how you how you do that, but in three days, I guess you could fit it. You know, there's a lot of time built into the uh, NCAA yeah. tournament, so uh, you can make it happen. It makes long days for for coach, but that's his problem, right? <laughs> Heavy is the crown. Um, that yeah. doesn't get to go to happy. No happy hour, coach. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, sorry. Right. Seven to nine p.m. Yeah. Well, well, that would be that is going to be an interesting thing. To fall now. Talking about, you said you had the first two weeks, you can kind of do whatever non-conference stuff. But could you do a tournament, or is it going to be like, no, you can only wrestle like two teams on this weekend? Could you say, all right, these two weekends, we're going to have 50 teams come to this thing, and we're all going to wrestle each other? I mean, if I was a bet, if I was betting, I'd say that's probably unlikely. Just, just yes. because you know, you, you got to follow protocol and and. I think it's just very easier to navigate uh, a one or two team dual meet. You're trying, yeah. you know, a, a dual or a try, I should say. Yeah, I don't know. Dare to dream, I guess. Um, well, <laughs> it's it's gonna be, it'll be interesting. I mean, that, I guess it's something is we're, we're gonna learn so much about. There's still so much unknown, which means we're gonna learn more and have a lot more to discuss, which is you know good for people like us, but for coaches, I'm sure it's a little, little more stressful. Um, well, how else is everything going at at Ohio State? Colin Moore obviously had a great showing at um, at at Senior Nationals, but curious how the college guys are doing. Yeah, that's things are going well. Um, we are we are to move back to campus. I think uh, next week, the nineteenth. Oh yeah, and then we got to start. We'll start our ramp up. So you know that's another another just another NCA rule. Like as soon as you're move back to your campus and you start training, which a lot of teams already have. Um, but, uh, they, there's, there's like a week or so ramp up where you, you know, they don't want them on the mat. You don't, they don't want people going from zero to 100 after a six or seven month break, even though we know, you know, all, all these college wrestlers are savages. They've been working out in their hometowns and running and lifting and stuff. So, um, but there's still a ramp up. So we'll hit that phase next week and then we'll be, we'll be back in our facility, um, in, uh, October 26th. But um, that's the plan for now, and uh, un- before then, uh, we've been we've been uh, running RTC practices off campus, which is which has been interesting to find a, a find a facility. So I think a, f- a couple teams in the Big Ten have taken that uh, approach, um, ones that weren't allowed back in their room. So uh, yeah, it's been interesting. But uh, the guys have been working hard, and like I said, I mean, like I think everybody. Everybody in the Big Ten and, and probably nationwide. I mean, these these kids, they're these, if they're made it to this level, they're they're pretty into it, and they they didn't just sit at home and <laughs> snap six months. They were working out. So, so I was pleasantly uh, ple- I was pleased with with 
the state of, of our guys first time I saw them after, after, after that six-month layoff. Yeah, it's, it's sort of crazy. What's the rationale behind you can't train at your training facility, but you can go to this, you know, I don't know what the facility was you went to, but potentially pretty dang janky, Seriously. especially compared to the Cavelli Center. Um, but what's the yeah. logic behind that? I don't understand. There is none. Got it. Well, Coach, I, what, I so. what, did, what did they try to tell you? Well, I think I think the biggest one's probably testing. So once once you're once you're in that once you're in you know you you put on that Ohio State hat and you're like all of our all of our workouts and whatnot are in our facilities with our staff under this you know set of circumstances um, testing and 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 that becomes expensive. Um, and, uh, they just, they were, they were holding us off. They were, they were like, they're like, not yet, not yet. can't come back yet. We're not until we figure this out. So in the meantime, you know, like I said, I don't think of compliance as a dirty word. There, there are, there are allies and, um, you know, we get, we get with them and we're like, how can we, what, what are our options, you know? And, um, we were able to do RTC practice, you know, cause pretty much every, every single, I think every single kid on our roster meets RTC criteria. So, um, so we just changed the label of what the practice was and moved the, and moved the venue. But it was funny. They were the guys were working out on their own, like at a place that was it was like a I think it was maybe like a muffler shop. I'm not kidding. It had a wrestling mat in it. And, Did Gas Tank Gary <laughs> own the muffler shop? Yeah, is it Gas Tank Gary's place? Yeah. Right. He yeah. Once that name, image, and likeness stuff goes through, he could parlay that into a nice little gig. But um, yeah, no, it was, I, I will I buy it, so it, much stuff. They were training up. Fast Eddies, man. So Colin Moore won the U.S. Open training out of Fast Eddies, which is funny. That's pretty sick. <laughs> well, I don't want to yell at you about Gas Tank Gary. We've done pl- plenty of that. But uh, just know that this is a very pro. We're not anti-Orndorf. We're just pro Gas Tank Gary. The man's a legend. And, um, you know, whatever. I won't, I won't rehash those wounds. But, uh, you know, he's, he's a hero to, to all of us. They're both great. Yes, they're both great. Both great. So, okay. Before before I let you go, you're a, you're a resident. Um, I, I was gonna say you you chose a life to be a Cleveland sports fan, but I would say you're probably more born into it than anything. But the Browns are three and one for the four. first time. <laughs> They're four and one now. Uh, four and one, yeah. Okay, even better. Okay, mm-hmm. get. What's it like being a Browns fan with like a really winning record? Yeah, man, we got a coach, man. We got a guy. We got a guy that is just that's Stefanski's. He and I didn't know. You know what? I should have known because once we hired him, it was like super quiet. Like there was no buzz. It was just like, yeah, mm-hmm. the guy's just coaching. Like you know, there and now they're good. Where every other year, where I've convinced myself into like, oh, this is the guy. This guy with no experience, never led a team. Nah, for sure. So uh, the fact that this guy made zero noise and nobody was excited about it, of course, he's the coach that actually looks like he knows what he's doing. But, uh, yeah, it's fun, man. It's fun. But okay. I see uh, – sorry about your Astros, by the way. Oh. Tough, well, tough <laughs> they're not my Astros. They are Caleb's Astros. And <laughs> Altuve has totally I'm messed it up. Bad bullying, but you know what? The Astros, I'm glad. They deserve it. Yeah, they they definitely yeah, do. For sure. It's been sort of weird to yeah. But Ben no. doesn't even know what we're talking. Yeah, Ben has I no idea. I have no idea. idea. <laughs> I do now. Come on, baseball. Come on, sport. Baseball and football. Not Rest, is it wrestling or mixed martial arts? <laughs> hey, <laughs> I gotta know. 
I listened to the uh, the. You were doing, I don't know what happened. You were doing like some, uh, you were going live on Instagram. You're getting all these cool people. You had Bob Wiley on, I think, one time, the Cleveland Browns coach <laughs> with the yeah. the big old belly. You still keep in touch with that guy? Yeah, that, that was, was awesome. Cool. No, that was just a little passion project to uh, keep things moving during quarantine. But I had I got out at the right time. I cut it right before it got too stale. Okay. <laughs> well, it was it was a heck of a run. Well, hey, coach, it, it was awesome having you on. It was very helpful for us and and the listeners at home that are checking it out. Do you have any, anything else before before I let you go? No, man. I appreciate you guys and Ben. Good to see you. Uh, if you guys need anything, let me know. Hey, thanks, coach. Have a good one. Take care of that three year old. Right. Tell her thanks for letting you us borrow it. you. See ya. All right. <laughs> All right, coach Jay Jaggers. Always great having him on and. I learned, you know, it is good to have that other perspective because all I was thinking was the excitement of having these guys for, for more years. But there's the junior class is there, yeah. there's going to be some weird stuff. And Bracky, I guess, alluded to it, but maybe I was just a little naive because I was just thinking about football, like the, the grown up discussions. But like, you know, if you're looking at a Jesse Mendez, if you're looking at, you know, Ryland Rogers, then you got to stare down at your guys. You have to be like. Is Jesse Mendez going to be better than this guy, this 33, 41, 49-pounder I've got? And they're going to have to make some really weird decisions. And where that gets really tough, can you imagine, like, this kid's been in your program three or four years, mm-hmm. right? Russell Hart, maybe right. he didn't pan out, but but what? Wouldn't it also be the scholarship issue, Christian? Because Okay, so Jesse Mendez is a junior, um, so which means in two years he'll be in college. So someone – who is currently a junior in college, you would have thought was going to be done by that point, but you'll right. still be having to pay his scholarship. So not only will it be can Jesse Mendes start, or even worse, a sophomore. So if Jesse Mendes were to redshirt, he would still be eligible, right? Uh, not only will it be the money, but also will he be able to? Not, sorry, not only will he be able to start, but also will we be able to afford that? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. And the the schools, and one thing maybe we didn't touch on that I could have had Coach Jaggers elaborate, but I think I know to be true, is the schools will have the option for their extra year if they want to keep that scholarship money. So in some bizarre scenario, let's say they, they didn't want Spencer Lee anymore, right? I'll use a totally fake example, so it's not too close to anyone. But like, and they're like, no, we don't want you anymore or whatever. They wouldn't have to pay that that bonus year and they could he could be off scholarship and he could transfer somewhere else mm-hmm. you still have the eligibility but um you know if they make an assessment like okay we'd rather have jesse mendez or whatever they they could the schools could do that right but hmm. that's going to create some weird scenarios where if you've got a yeah. guy that's been on the team for four years he's wrestled his butt off maybe he wasn't as good as they thought and now you're you don't want to say kicking them to the curb, but you're like, hey, the money's not here for you, man. We we signed up for four years and feel like we fulfilled that obligation, but now it's time for you to you can transfer or whatever, but we're not going to pay your scholarship. I think uh, I think it was Wisconsin because this originally came about back in March when they gave spring sports an extra year because their seasons were just getting started when everything happened, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it they, was Wisconsin, Kyle. Yeah, the baseball team was like, we can't have any seniors back. We can't afford no, to do it. No, it was the whole, it was Barry Alvarez. He did the whole athletic did he, Okay. Yeah. I, okay. I knew yeah, he did baseball, nobody. but I wasn't sure. Yeah. So, like, and that's a big time athletic program yeah. in the Big Ten. Um, so, I think you're going to see a lot of schools be like, listen, 
we, we can't afford this. Yeah. I mean, I, Iowa would be a great example. That's going to be, um, you know, uh, four extra scholarships on top of what they already had. Like, that's that's a lot of money for them to have to afford in, what, 2022. I feel like it'll be five, right? DeSant- five, yeah. Yeah, Lee DeSanto, Ironman, Marinelli, Kemmer. All seniors. High five, you're right. That's insane. They're, yeah. <laughs> they they should win the next two years. If How they, does that they t- can get the <laughs> if they can get the athletic department to to uh, budget it out? You think they're gonna? Have, you think, think uh, Iowa is gonna have a hard time fi- finding? They just some, dropped four programs. They're, they're saving up for. They Spencer. did, but if you have a chance to win a national title, you're gonna yeah, take that. You do it. Yeah. Well, I would think they would just let. I mean, isn't that something a donor could just? All right, here's here's a hundred grand. Please bring back a national championship. <laughs> Thank you. Right. I yeah. I just can't imagine that being. A conflict. One thing that I was I was going to talk to Coach Jaggers about was, uh, but it didn't come up organically. Is like the the some we mentioned, twenty twenty class. Basically, there's no reason to redshirt any of those guys if they're the best on your team. So I wanted to talk a little bit maybe amongst ourselves, like what seniors from twenty twenty could be impacted here, and could we see and and make sense? Like, for example, Braxton was the number one for the class of twenty twenty. We were talking about him. He was going to take an Olympic. He's not enrolled right now. He's not do they enrolled, get, yeah. Do they get him in classes in January and say, Braxton, you're going 197. Let's, let's go you up five years. Is that something you think that they would consider? You would you would think, but, I mean, out-of-state tuition, like you brought him up, out-of-state tuition in Madison or is, I think, $51,000. Mm-hmm. So if they don't have a scholarship for him, can he pay 20, you know, 25 and a half, right, for half a year? Can he pay that? And I, I don't know the answer. I don't know what his financial situation is. Could they I, could they not find a way to get him money in some way? I don't know. Well, if you've already if you've already promised it to other people, you yeah. can obviously be take it well no, I thought a scholarship was for a full year, not semester by semester anymore. I believe you're Correct? right. Yeah, I believe it's that, for that's the full right. year. Mm-hmm. So it is impossible to take back. So yeah, I mean they would have to fund themselves essentially. That would be interesting. Uh, just looking mean, at the list. A, Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, it's a tough ask for for a not you know and it's not only an ask out of the athlete, but it's an ask out of the family, right? Because that family, you don't know what their situation is, and lots of families don't just have twenty six thousand extra dollars sitting around. They've said, okay, my kid has a full ride; he's not going to pay for college. If they did have extra money, they probably allocated it somewhere else. And now you're asking them to you know bring twenty six thousand dollars back. It's a lot of money to have on the table. The other thing is, if they don't enroll, don't they have to re-sign their letter of intent? That, uh, Correct. So, yeah, t- technically, the, someone yes. could be recruiting any of these guys that aren't enrolled, including Braxton. Correct. Anyone who's not enrolled as a freshman can be recruited by somebody else. What about this? Yeah. This is zany. What if someone's oh. like, Braxton, we get it. You're going to Wisconsin. Well, you, they don't have any money for you. I got one here for this year. Why don't you come here this <laughs> year? We'll say, hey, thanks for coming. Appreciate it. Why don't you go win a, win a title and good luck at Wisconsin, right? Then he could get five years and he would be – theoretically, someone's got a scholarship somewhere for him, right? Yeah. Hmm, you, you, uh, well, I'd be on I mean, the phone. I can't promise that, but you would think. Well, you would think – so, here's what I would think. I would think actually probably barely anyone does have scholarship, Christian, because if I was a coach – and it's right August thirtieth, and school starts September first, and maybe someone got hurt, or maybe someone's a little bit redshirting. I'm gonna try to reward some of my harder workers. I'm not just gonna let that money sit nowhere, right? You have 
25 people on your team still or whatever. I'm oh, saying, no, man. Hey, Kyle, I, th- I think in, in this era of college sports and college athletics, you need to have a reserve fund for yep. transfers and things happening. I was, I was glad Coach Jaggers brought that up because he's absolutely right. You should always have something ready to go because you look at the guys that have entered the portal since last season began – and you know, Old Dominion kind of forced some of these kids' hands, obviously. But Killian Cardinal, Liam Cronin, uh, Mikhail McGee, Matt Schmidt, Jane Ironman, Sebastian Rivera, Real Woods, Peter Lopari, Mitch Moore. Uh, I mean, the list goes on and on. Kenny Monday thought about it for a sec. Chris Weiler, Pat Brucky, yeah, Kirkfleet, Kirkfleet, Garrett Hoffman, uh, Orndorff. It's 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 ridiculous. Like the yes. and now. Um, they they already pretty much weren't being restricted with transfers. There were a few situations, but now when they just automatically get a free year and we be eligible no matter what, you absolutely have to have something lying around. Yeah. So it, if Wisconsin, but, but does, Kyle, you didn't you didn't know that was going to happen. They didn't know that they were going to have this. Uh, no, but free, when the transfer portal transfer. became a thing a couple of years ago, it already became easier to transfer, and kids were doing it more and more. Um, so I feel like this is something coach uh, athletic departments have been trending towards for a while. And more well, teams have you, been doing. Christian and Kyle, how much money would you guys have sitting around? I don't know. If you were the if coach, you, you're the head you coach. You can have how much you, you save, man. Uh, around one. That's what I was gonna say. Around one. Sixty percent to one. I don't know. Dang, that's a lot of money to be le- leaving on the table every year. It is. How do they do you, it? You that, get creative. You try to get your guys. I mean, how did athletic scholarships how did figure and, out Ironman? Right? How did that happen? Well, he didn't go to school right away, so they would have had a, a, a almost a whole year to figure it out. Uh, yeah, to figure it out. I also don't think that we'll see any uh, schools just not compete this year. Uh, like the the Pac-12, like the California schools are figuring it out. Like, because um, Pac-12 football is coming back, and Stanford and uh, all those schools are, are figuring out ways around the city ordinances and working with working with the city officials to make uh, guidelines happen and all that stuff. So I don't think we'll see anyone sit out. Yeah, so yeah, that, it, it's going to be interesting to see what they do with the Olympic registry. We already talked about uh, Keegan, our, our guy Keegan yeah. O'Toole, what he could do. I mean, Ro- I think that they should wrestle him right away. Yeah, Rocky Elam would be another one. Oh, yeah. Um, where you guys see where, where he stacks up. Um, I, I think he's going 97 from what I've heard. Um, yeah, this is, this is going to be a tricky scenario. I, I think I was thinking most about the Ivies. It probably hurts them the most, right? And, and then also because not only do they not allow graduates to compete, but the other thing is, man, I got to think if you're attending an Ivy, Ivy League college, Christian, you're probably a little more like, I want to get on with my life. I want to go get a job. I want to go make money. I don't need to stay in college an extra year just yeah. to wrestle. Don't you think that probably, uh, people who think that are more drawn to that kind of college? Yeah, school's the worst. Why would you do that? I don't know. I mean, you're you got, gonna see a lot of kids not take advantage of this, we, and we have seen I, it, right? I actually think school's the best. I was thinking yesterday, oh I was like gosh. sitting in my house uh, eating lunch, and I was thinking like, I think that Tanner Hall is like the smartest person ever <laughs> because he has somehow figured out how to spend an entire decade in college. Like, think about that is effing G Christian. I loved college. If I could have spent a decade there, I would have spent a decade there. And this man, Tanner Hall, figured out how to spend a decade in college. He didn't uh, enroll until, he didn't like, enroll. Listen, 
from like he did like a did he do a 20, full, full 2016 year? he didn't enroll he didn't enroll till 2016 what? yeah no Kyle how's that possible he he did a res, recruiting trip in 2010 he did like his Mormon thing I Ben I you can't you. Mormon thing for five years you can do your Mormon thing for however long you want listen no you can't Kyle we, have, we do not have experts on the Mormon thing here I do not believe um, it's called. It's not called the Mormon thing. Mormon, it's called Mormon mission. More, Mormon LDS mission. mission. Yeah. But you can't. You can't do it for five years. But you just don't. You don't have to enroll. I thought it was. I thought it was like four years in some cases. He was there a while. I think you have to enroll. I, I don't think you can not enroll in college. I think the only thing you can do is a mission or a military service, and you can enroll after that. Otherwise, your clock starts ticking. Right? That's not true. No, yeah. there have been guys who've uh, 28-year-old Chris Winkie won gone. The, yeah, he yeah. went and played minor league baseball. Tried to make it professionally in baseball, and then when that didn't work out, went to college, played quarterback. Won the Heisman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. Interesting. You okay. don't know anything about well, Chris Winkie. Well, I, I, I mean, listen. I'm still telling you. I know. I was, I was there. Tanner Hall did his recruiting trip to Arizona. State. I believe you. And, and you know what? The uh, only the reason he hasn't gotten gotten on with his life is because he's still looking for you, Ben. <laughs> he's like, where'd he go? <laughs> At the t- I took him to a taco shop. He's probably like visiting there every day, seeing what you know, see if it's I like show he up. He said he loved tacos. I keep going. He's never there. He said this is my favorite taco joint. He was a 23 year old freshman. Classic. Classic. Um, um, hey, listen, we got we have to talk about what you guys texted me about last night. That's got to be you know I was kind of disappointed when you had Jaggers on. Um, how about <laughs> how, how he used to be called Jeff and now he's Jay? That's kind of funny too. Uh, I knew him as Jeff when we were high schoolers. Yeah. Well, I think he'd always been called Jay, but his name was Jeff. I don't know how Like he said, Jeff's his dad. Jeff's his dad. He is not. He is literally not his dad. It looks like, by the way, it looks like Tanner Hall went to the OTC for a couple years and then did the Mormon mission. Yes. He did like, did he do a year or two at the? Looks like two years at OTC. So after the 2012 Olympic trials, then he went and did his Mormon mission. Interesting. Wow. Okay. Wow. What a wild ride. So he either way, he found a decade to not have to like get a real job. Smartest guy ever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. okay. Let's do what you guys were texting about last night. Let's. Uh, can we play that video? Because I thought your options were great, Christian, and I'd like to talk about the options. That okay. Were, well, we uh, got it. We got to get the video to Tyler. Does oh, he have shit. it? My, my, I got on. it. Oh, it's, I thought we were you ready got it for too? that. Yeah, he's got it right now. Okay, okay so why don't, why don't you tee it up, uh, what the video is, Ben? Uh, well, the video is, and I saw this, but I didn't want to bring it up. Jordan Burroughs is, is doing Kyle Dake-like workouts. He's working out barefoot. Uh, we don't know what to make of this. So, I, I, you know, tee this video up. And then, Christian, you gave three options of what could possibly be happening here. And I thought those were – I thought you nailed them. Those are the exact three options that I was thinking. Okay. Um, so let's let's ask what those three options are. Let's watch are. the video first. Okay. Watch Jordan so. Burroughs look very strong and train hard and and look like a monster, and then we'll talk. And be about barefoot. It. And be barefoot. All right. So let's check this out. I wouldn't say we made it, but we made it through. We just had Moose make, and we made him do that. I wouldn't say we made it, but we made it through. We just had Moose make, and we made him do that. I wouldn't say we made it. We didn't make it up. We just made a way. We gonna take it up. We won't fail. I changed, yo, it's not in day. I 
Told the backstabbers, put the knife away. I'm trying to get my family to a nicer place. Room for everybody, but no room for hate. Everybody eating off the nice place. Okay, so if you were listening, <laughs> at just, least at least you had a little beat going. If you're just listening to this, yes. but there's various things he's doing. He's swinging like a, a club. He's doing stuff barefoot. He's doing like balancing stuff. He's doing stuff with with ropes. It is, um, I would say, Dake esque in in nature. It's some of the stuff. It's not the conventional workout stuff you would see with plyometric boxes and squats and pull ups and things like that. It def- it definitely looks different right and it's not something yes. we have seen jordan bros do other than the other video he put out which kind of prompted the initial thing so i was as i was watching this i was like okay is this a a troll and he's just messing with dake and it's like hey um yeah i'm, I'm messing with you I, i'm training like this b he just doesn't see the he just just doesn't even realize that this is like sort of a, a funny irony coincidence, right? Or C yeah. he listened to Dake and is like, huh, yeah, maybe I should train differently a little bit. I am getting a little older. And you know what? The one thing that you thought you had an edge over me, Kyle, you don't even have that anymore. And I'm seven and one against you. And now I'm doing this great training stuff that you are saying is the secret or a big part of your success. So now you don't have that advantage anymore. So I'm curious what you think it is because <laughs> I, I I don't think, know what to think Christian I don't know what to think I love it I know that well it's okay so if it was C then I would think Kyle Dick would think like well I was doing it first so I'm gonna have a better Ooh. advantage and you're admitting that I was doing what was right so you're, you're further validating my methods and I am getting younger and I'm gonna beat you so I would think that wouldn't be it because that's where the psychology of that would go um, it would seem like a lot of work to do trolling. Uh, so that one's that one's tough for me. I, man, I don't know where Christian. I don't know. I'm kind of blown away by this. Yeah. Okay. I don't think How he's do trolling. Feel? I don't. I don't think he's trolling. Uh, I think for some reason he thinks this is the best way for him to go about. I don't know. Maybe if uh, his old way of training was maybe taking a toll on the on his body, or he thinks this uh, puts him in better position to beat Dake. Yeah. But uh, it is. I don't know. Do will you admit now that the LOL from Dake a few weeks ago was about this? It's got to be right. You would think. And I, I'm not googling this guy anymore because I he the freaking retracking ads for this dude. Oh my gosh, uh, they're still in mine. The WEC method. Dude, it's like <laughs> everywhere. The WEC method. Don't even say it because your your phone and your computer they're listening to you, Christian. So now that <laughs> it's gonna be just tracking you over and over and over again. It's been so annoying to see it like every ten seconds. Um. Yeah, so I I don't know I I, I almost feel like Burrow should like make a statement on this like no. you know <laughs> hey this is a this is better than Kyle Dakes then <laughs> this is why I'm doing it or something to that effect you know uh, but it's kind of like it's really weird that he's just leaving it out there and then he's putting these videos up. Um, also, there was a lyric. You know, there was a lyric in there about stabbing in the back or backstabbing, and 
I don't know. This could be a total coincidence as well. I think but that one might just be a coincidence. I don't. But I is, is everything a coincidence? Because it, because Dake said he wanted to stab the bear. He's like, I don't want to poke the bear. I want to stab the bear. And then he's got this thing about back. I just think it's, I don't know. I find the whole thing interesting. It's the most fascinating rivalry ever. Um, I can't get enough of it. And whatever reasons he's doing. Listen, bottom line, Jordan Bros looks ridiculous right now. He looks like he is in fantastic but shape. But what hasn't he? Never. Absolutely never. Never. It's never, never happened. But listen, this is a guy that we're we're waiting. The whole point of Jordan Burroughs and the day he's not going to make a team is we're waiting for him to start on the downward and start to look worse and start to not look athletic. Well, you and can't. Strong. You don't look worse. Even like think about Ali when he was really terrible. He still looked great. Uh, you know, when he was like 37, 38 fighting Trevor Burbick, he always looked good. And like, even in training, he looked good, but it just wasn't the same person. So I, from a visible standpoint, I, I don't know. I think, you know, I think Jordan Burroughs might go the way Lee Kemp and look shredded at like 64 years old. That's probably going to happen too. J.D. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hawkins, Lee Kemp. J.D. Hawkins. Oh my gosh. J.D. Hawkins, he's like 77. J.D. Hawkins doesn't even doesn't even know they sell shirts that aren't spandex. That guy is when just... He, uh, he entered <laughs> the That's US... all he's got. Remember he entered the U.S. Open a few years ago? Yeah, he entered the U.S. Yes. Open. Look at him. And he's in his 70s. He's in oh his 70s goodness. in the Open. Is he really in his 70s? He's I, believe, old, I do he? believe he is. Yes, JD's in his seventies. I'll ask him what his age is right now. Dang. Yeah, I'm pretty sure JD's in his seventies. I mean, he's got this video. He showed me a video of wrestling Randy Lewis at the U.S. Open in like 1991. <laughs> Randy Lewis is in his seventies. Yeah, but JD was like 40 when he wrestled him. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can find how old he is. Um, Maybe he's in the eighties. Sometimes does he have a UWW? Thing for, I don't know. Maybe entered a veteran. Randy world. Lewis is oh, currently right. sixty-one. Randy's if sixty-one. That, if that helps yeah. any. Yeah, I could see him being like sixty-five. Yeah, but, My dad is in his seventies. That I know what seventies looks like, sir. Okay, I'm, I'm asking him how old are you, and then I'm, <laughs> and I'm also going to ask him when he wrestled Randy Lewis in the US Open. And ask him if he wears dress shirts that are made out of spandex too. If like he somehow has found those. Um, okay, I don't think this is him. Um, no, you got to add wrestling on there. Yeah. So okay. Um, so, Ed, but every okay. So if you don't know who we're talking about, JD Hawkins, he's the oh, guy yeah. who always wears the really tight T-shirt. Black dude got a great beard usually, uh, and he's pretty much every everywhere. And he California. California, yeah, he's got always wears a, a hat. Um, yeah, or often often wearing a hat. Actually, I don't know if I've seen him without a hat. Now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like he's a hat guy. I think he has glasses. Anyways, yeah, he he looks preposterous. So him and Lee Camp, and then Jordan <laughs> Burroughs at some point will. They can have an old guy flex off. Um, yeah. You got to assume Burroughs isn't going to get fat when he gets old, but you never know, I guess. Well, no, I don't. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. So, yeah, I, hmm. I'm i fascinated by this, by, you know. Can you ask him when he wrestles in the flow match? Can you ask him what the deal is? Sure. Bader's flying what? out there right now. You can ask him, uh, you can ask him in, you know, a you day. You think Bader's going to be going to be scared? Bader's no. never been scared Bader. to ask a question. Yeah. <laughs> Bader ain't scared. Uh, okay. So that's, that's, that was interesting. Yeah, glad we brought that up. Oh, one, one real thing back to the eligibility thing. Because a few people asked it on Twitter and someone asked it in Facebook chat. It was like, does this mean that the NCAA is just like already not going to have NCAAs for winter? No. No, this is like, this is protection 
to prevent from what happened last year. Yeah. Like, they get all the way to Big Tens and then everything gets locked down again or something and we can't have NCAAs. It's to make sure that the seniors still have a chance to compete if they want to, or last year. Yeah. And yes. everybody else, yeah. Yeah, so hopefully um, hopefully it happens. I mean, seemingly college football has been going okay, right? Yeah, there's postponements here and there. Um, but, I mean, we all expected that to happen, and the conference has built schedules to where things can be moved around. Um, so, But for the most part, yeah, it's going off without a hitch. I mean, there's probably between two and four games a week that get moved or – uh, Did you guys see how many fans Texas A&M had last weekend, Bracky? Yeah, they had a lot. <clears throat> did they? Oh, they? They didn't follow any rules, Christian. It was well, a lot of people. Fault. A lot of people said Georgia did the same thing. They were supposed to have twenty five thousand, and a couple weeks ago when they played Auburn, it looked like the stadium was half full. <laughs> um, <laughs> they don't care. But it was hilarious because uh, Florida's coach was kind of complaining about that. He was like, "That wasn't like <laughs> the capacity they were supposed to have. That was a lot more than that." And he was like, when we play LSU next weekend, I want to have a full stadium inside the swamp because, like, the Florida – No, the you Florida, can't in Florida. Well, the, yeah, the governor said you can, but then the University of Florida was like, no, we're not we're not doing that. <laughs> yeah, the governor of Florida allowed – he said Miami Dolphins could have 65,000, I think, at their home games. Yeah. Something like they, that. They struggle to get that even when there's not corona, though. <laughs> they mad? I don't, I don't yeah, want they're, they're not. They're not they're great, not, and then Miami's just not – the best sports town when they're not the best team. Okay. And even when they are, they sometimes uh, leave Yeah. games in the middle of them. Okay. Hey, I want to do something just real kind of rapid, oh. rapid fire and go through. I don't know until I don't want to go anymore. Go. We're going to go through the big board and you're going to say, sit or wrestle. Like what, what they should do. Is this someone that should Ooh. go? Well, isn't everybody should wrestle? Yeah, but why but should there will be, you'll see there's some guys that won't get to wrestle or will find themselves on the bench because they'll be behind really good people or what? Yeah. Like the next guy on the list is Patrick Kennedy. He's at 74, 65. He ain't going to be able to wrestle. Got it. Bo Bartlett. Well, hold on. Let me ask you on that. This is not, (laughs) sorry. I ruined your rapid fire on the first one. (laughs) Pretty rapid. Okay. Listen, Bo uh, Bo Bartlett. Um, Well, Bo Bartlett actually would fit in the same category. Patrick Kennedy. Should he go ahead and transfer somewhere? Because if Marinelli and Cameron are going to be there for two more years, he's not going to, to wrestle in a varsity lineup for three years. Think about that. Mm. It's going to be three years till he's on a varsity mat. Should he, should he go somewhere? Maybe. Uh, well, what if he went somewhere for a year this year? Or two. Then, or two. Well, and then he could come back and redshirt because he hasn't redshirted yet. You know? Okay, sure. And then yeah. not, not miss a year. Or he red shirts, and then Michael Kimmer's like, "Yeah, I don't want to do this for a seventh year." Yeah, <laughs> and then they just. Well, I mean, they're Kennedy. probably having those conversations today, aren't they? Like, are you guys really Kimmer and Marinelli? Do you really want to do two more years of college? Yeah, that that'll be an interesting conversation. So yeah, those are the those are the conversations. Bo Bartlett, I now it's with Bo, he's screwed know, too. How? Well, Nick, if Nick Lee and Owen Bobby Young, if this doesn't count against him, they're definitely going to wrestle Christian. So he's got to go up to 49 and can't, is, is he that effective at 149? Well, I don't know that that was going to be my question, right? Could, could he go up? I mean, this is a guy he placed at the, at senior nationals as a high schooler, right? Um, 134, right? 
I thought he did it at 65. No, he did not. It was oh, lower okay. than that. Oh, was it 61? Yeah. yeah. Hang on. I'll tell you. Yeah, but it was not 65. Okay. So, I don't know. Could 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 Nick Lee go up to 49? This is a guy that's like does, really competitive at 65, and then Bo goes right away. Does Nick Lee want to go up to 149? Well, I don't think anyone really particularly likes cutting weight. Maybe he would... Maybe he would like that. He's been at 41 the, his entire career. Most guys move up at different points. I don't but know. He wants I, to win a national title, and you got to look. I mean, you look at the landscape of the layout. If, it, will, it depends on where hmm. Yanni's going. If Yanni's at 49, 49 is definitely tougher than than 41. That's true. That's true. So maybe so. Bo, maybe Bo takes his freebie year. He's like, yeah, my free year, I'm up. I'm up at 41 or so, and then I redshirt next year. And then, so wrestle, redshirt, then wrestle four years. That could be a possible uh, path for, for Bo Bartlett. Sure. Another, another interesting one, Lachlan McNeil, UNC. He's like a 49. They have Austin O'Connor. I'm sure they could fit McNeil in there somewhere. Could he go 57? Yeah, could O'Connor go up a year? Uh, that would make sense. Katka, the big cat for Virginia Tech, for the Hokies. What do you think about that, Bracky? I think he's uh, redshirt. You think he should redshirt? Yeah. Is he gonna beat Borst? Well, I don't if know. If he beat him, why wouldn't he go? Why wouldn't he go, Kyle? He's got some info. I'm no, sure. No, I but... don't. I I don't. But I I don't see him coming in right away and beating Borst. And I think you just go with Borst right away and let Kaka get a year in the room. John Borst, Sharando, Virginia legend. I think be <laughs> he was beat. really coming on last year. He's too. good, he man. Hit. Yeah, he's gotten bigger and and better, and I think you roll with him and let Kaka get it another year in the room and get because that dude's not as big as he's going to be when he gets a full Virginia Tech strength and conditioning yeah. program. Those guys are always monsters. Yeah, they look huge. Um, Robbie Howard, we feel like should go right away if he's a 25. 25. But yes. if he's not 25, he's not going to make the team. Yes, that is true also. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, we'll, we'll finish the top. Mm, I don't know. We'll Keep going. This is fun. Okay, Josh Saunders, we think should go. 41 or 49. Because they can't redshirt in Cornell anyways, so he's got to go. Go for the large red. Uh, Chase Saldate, Michigan State, definitely should go. Right? (laughs) Definitely, yes. Um, AJ Ferrari. Got to go. Put him out there. Get him out there. Um, Now the problem is... Ferraris are meant to be on the open road, guys. (laughs) The problem is what (laughs) weight... He was getting the game. It was gains o'clock last Heavyweight, night. Heavyweight, baby. Hey, throw that. Uh, Tyler, there's a TikTok in the He's dock. got it. He's got it already. Throw it up. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Watch this, Ben. I don't know what I'm going to watch here. To get big. So of course, you guys know, as always, you'll be asking, WYD, what you doing on Snap, right? Well, you know what I'm doing, as always. I'm getting my score done. I'm on a homework grind. And you know what time it is? You know what time it is? It's Kane's o'clock. Time to eat some chicken. <laughs> eat big to get big. Why doesn't he just go to the WWE right now? He basically this is a, that's an audition tape if I ever saw one. That was a, that was a promo right there. That He's was a hell of a promo. He might be the number one promo guy in the sport right now. <laughs> he got he got a full he got a full tray of chicken wings in there. A little chicken. It's fried so chicken. Like chicken. We gotta pull that video later. Um, yeah. Oh my gosh. AJ Ferrari. 
Bracky thinks because he likes chicken that he's going to be going up to heavyweight. I think. He's I mean, if it's gains a clock. Gains a clock. He said gains a clock. Gains a clock. And do you know? Yeah. Okay. Do you know when his birthday is? Gain gain thirty. No. So his what? birthday is July twenty fourth, which is seven twenty four. He says my birthday's on seven twenty four because I work out twenty four seven. He said that to us. He said that to us at the Dake Derringer wrestle off. Number just, one promo cutter. Number one. Go WWE already, Pro uh, Ferrari. He's full of gold like this, and he's a true freshman. He has to wrestle right away. Um, okay, right so away. if he goes 97, that uh, they have to go to gear there. Is he going to go back down to 84? Oh, snap. No. What about Montalvo? No. Ferrari's oh. going heavyweight, guys. Oh, That's what I said. Man, he's too little. <laughs> he's not too little. Just I don't care how much chicken he eats. He's a Christian, it's gains the clock. It's He's cowboy bowl job. They can. They. Yes. This is what they These do. These things take time. Derek White doesn't no. just show Not up. when you work out twenty four seven. That's true. He is going to accelerate the process. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Okay, so gains the for, clock. For what it's worth, he is listed as one ninety seven on the Oklahoma State roster. But I'm sure Joe Smith still listed at like forty nine. That's the thing is their roster was hands down the most like incorrect what they were listed at compared to what they wrestled. I don't. I think he's. I think, I look at him. I think he's too skinny. I think he's too lean right now. I think he's a ninety-seven. And what happens with gear? Have to, they listen? Oklahoma State will sit a good wrestler. I know they don't. They've done that. Gear also was too small for one ninety-seven last too year. Too small. Too small. He really struggled and did not look like the same guy that was an All-American eighty-four. Yeah, I would. I would get him down to eighty-four. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you do. Okay, next up. All right, who, who the freak is next? next? Another cowboy from Tuttle, Dustin Plot. Wrestle yes. him. Wrestle him for sure. Absolutely. 74. If he's healthy, wrestle him. Absolutely. They yeah. say, and they apparently he's he's crushing it in the room. Yeah, he's really good. Working, He's really good, but apparently like working good his wrestling. tail off. Um, Dom Serrano, Nebraska. They've, they just brought in a... Yeah, they they list him at forty one, but he did he not just wrestle at he wrestled fifty seven twenty five. He looks like yeah. a twenty five to me, and Jeez. they got Thompson and Ridge. So I oh they have Cronin and Cronin. He's you sit Cronin. and after what I saw from Serrano this weekend, you should sit him. Yeah, yes. I mean if he's the best guy wrestling, but he probably won't. Trevor Master Giovanni yeah. definitely wrestle him at twenty five. I think he's a twenty five this year, or thirty three. Yeah, he if, if wherever Dayton isn't, he should go. He's uh, if he can make twenty five, he's one hundred percent the best option that they have at twenty five. Yes, that's but that's fact. Dayton can't wrestle till March. February. Babtown. Will he miss February? What? It's early February, something like around like. Oh, it is. Yeah, I think it's around the tenth. Okay. Uh, I I am of the opinion when Dayton is eligible, they should wrestle him. <laughs> really. Yeah. Wow. When, when else is he going to get mat time? I'm kidding. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I think obviously he should wrestle. Well, I was of the opinion before this free year. So. Wow. Because <laughs> he won't have any other chances to get mat time before the Olympic trials. Um. Okay. Let's the top 20. Or where were we at? Rocky Elam should wrestle. Wrestle. Free him. Greg D. I don't think so. Because Vito. I th- I, he's not enrolled, right? Who knows? Neither. I I'll think check. he's gray-shirting here. Yeah, I Jesse Ibarra from Iowa. He will have no choice. Yeah, he's got no up, chance. It's not up to you, kid. Yeah, all. Uh, well, is it, and when's Al going to Iowa? Is he? A, he's a senior. Yes. Correct. 
He's a senior right now. Yeah, so it's it's gonna so, get weird. Greg D not on the well, roster. He's, fi- he's fine because he'll be a senior and then he'll redshirt and then he'll it'll be he'll be good. Senior, right? Redshirt, yeah, he'll be good. Yeah, he's fine. He's, he's fine. Gucci. Fine. Okay, next up, Silas Allred, Nebraska. Uh, I don't. Uh, he's gonna be on the bench because you have Vens and Schultz. Yes, uh, Nine House should go. Nine House should go. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Ed Scott, NC State, fifty-seven. He's That's gonna, gonna be, be tough. He's gonna start. Yeah. Could he go sixty-five? There's still nah, Bullards the in the mix. Well, Bullards do not so graduate. They're Bullards. <laughs> there have been Bullards and Pikes since NC State, since like the Carter Jordan administration. There's a, <laughs> they just don't leave. So we call that the Perry Ellis clause. There was this guy. Um, he, his name was Perry Ellis. He played at Kansas basketball. Great, slack. Great slacks. And he just never left. He really? Was, he was there got for it. 20 years. Yeah. Guys, I got a question for you that that is not brought up yet. So if Dayton can't come back till February, that means he literally makes weight for essentially maybe one duel, Big Twelves, NCAs, Uh-oh. and he's got to turn around two weeks later and make weight at fifty-seven kilograms mm-hmm. for the United States Olympic trials. One twenty-five. Why wouldn't you go? Why wouldn't you go one twenty-five? He should. I think I, that has been Dayton at one twenty-five has been discussed. Basically his entire career. And I think I think it's an option they've never taken off the table. He redshirted at 125. I yeah. think I think it's probably gonna happen. Cause it's way more feasible because he only has to make weight. It's not like he has to make weight twenty times over the course of the season, right? Mm-hmm. Right. I mean that it's probably it'll probably be just be like a big twelves and NCAAs type of NCAA. deal, potentially. Yeah, maybe yeah. one or two duels late in the season. Yeah. I I would not be surprised if that was the decision they made. And holy cow if they did. Uh, holy cow. Yeah. Spencer. Yeah. Dayton. Vito. Maybe Rivera makes wow. it back down to 25. Yeah, I don't know about that one. <laughs> yeah, I think that. <laughs> don't rule it out. No. Dude, what if? Wow. What if? Well, hold on. What if our boy Nikki what? Page views? What if he That's said? The, well, I could see that. <laughs> What what's the difference between him and Dayton really? Nothing. Nothing. Not much. There's definitely nothing different from them from a neutral perspective. We know that they cannot take each other down, <laughs> and there's nothing different in terms of uh, Olympic trial scenarios as well. Yeah. Um, we did Ed Scott, Andrew uh, Cerniglia is the last twentieth for for Navy. Now, well, Navy he, can't Richard anyways. So yeah, he should go. But yep. they they also do the. Is it called MEPS? MAPS, I think. MAPS, yeah. darn it. Um, that's a thing they do, like a kind of like a prep school thing first, but I don't know if that applies for all guys. Yeah, military academy preparatory school. We didn't get in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't apply, so. So you never know. But I, <laughs> I'm going to get out in front of the rumors that I would have gotten in there by saying I would not have gotten in there. Um, <clears throat> okay, that's fun. Um, so that was as, fun. Cut and dry as it is, there are some of these big border types will not find themselves in the lineup. Yeah, Patrick Kennedy, man, he's going to be – he's not going to wrestle an NCAA tournament till 2023. 20, 20, oh, man. We don't know that. I could absolutely see Kimmer being like, I'm going to move on, guys. Or you, Marinelli. Yeah. You think so? Yeah, absolutely. 
especially with a guy like that waiting in the wings, like it's like all right, I I don't want to do this anymore, guys. And who could grow? If they were both going to compete in freestyle, it's kind of the same thing if they're in the room. Why don't they just wrestle? That's a much different grind. Yeah, dude. Maybe. And you can actually make money. Dude, you know what? You're going to be able to make money as an NCAA athlete starting in January. Next January, right? Not this one. Let me know when it get, let me know when it gets passed. They're gonna try to. They're gonna try <laughs> I to, think it's gonna happen. I I eventually think it's gonna happen, but they're gonna keep trying to delay this thing as much as possible. Ben, I thought it was is not this, this January, but be next. this January. No, but I mean, listen. I had Spencer and Yanni both do camps in August, and both of them were talking about I January. Be- so I believe that Ben is right. It's supposed to be this January, but yes. I I would not be surprised if this thing just keeps getting pushed back and back. Man. Uh, I don't want that to be the case because, dude, it would help us, and I would love it. Think we can help these guys out a lot. That'd be the best news. Yeah. Okay. Best news ever. All right. Um. Do we want to get to some questions? Yeah. Uh, you know, this has been a fun week, Christian, because we haven't had to like, you know, think about what we're gonna talk about because there's nothing going on. There's actually been a lot of stuff going on. We got to watch Don Bradley slam Yusuf Amidi in the boards like four <laughs> times, and it was like my favorite thing you, ever. You loved that. We got to hear Ferrari talk about chicken wings and games o'clock. I mean, this has been a really good week for podcasting. Yeah, is I I agree with you, and it, I I think I don't even have TikTok on my phone. I don't have the app. Do you, Bracky? I do not. We know that Ben doesn't. Do um, Chinese spyware. You don't want to do that. <laughs> it is Chinese spyware, but listen, you have to. Everything is is risk assessment, right? And and you just have to evaluate. Do you want AJ Ferrari TikToks? Yes. Okay. So <laughs> you do you play him on play him on the show? Do you want it. the Chinese? Are you okay with the Chinese spying on you, knowing you get AJ Ferrari TikToks? Yes. So we're fine with this. We understand the the ramifications, and we're going for it. That's called courage, Ben. We're brave. That's awesome. That's awesome. Thanks, Love man. It. Um, <laughs> okay, uh, let's go to some questions. And uh, it, yes, it has been fun uh, to talk about this stuff. Oh, but there's like nine questions that are about Yanni and Makai potentially being five-time national champions. Um, so maybe we can just talk about that a little bit. Um, and <clears throat> go ahead. What's there to talk about? I mean, yeah, they're both going to try to be five-time champions, but guess what? It's going to be really hard. I think the most fascinating part about that we we already brought up, which is Yanni's going to have to leave Cornell, which is bizarro. What yeah. if he just refuses? Yeah, he's like, I'm not going. Not doing that. I'm a four-time champion. I mean, I feel like Cornell should make a new rule to uh, and just tell the Ivies, get lost. Either you want us in the Ivies or you don't, because we're making this new rule right here, and we are going to have the first five-time champion in history. So yeah, it would be cool, but they're not. Like, the Ivies are not because the Ivies don't care about athletics. Yeah, they're not going to really care that much. They're like, <laughs> okay, cool, he can still leave. So yeah, that would be weird. But for me, it's it's interesting. Not only could they be five time champs, but with with the transfer dynamic. But the the question that's asked is who's more likely to do it. I think it's sort of obvious. The obvious answer would be Yanni, except with the caveat that. I think he is less likely to transfer and leave Cornell than Makai is, right? So I could see now it's actually really tough because from a who will win, more likely to just win, yeah, it's Yanni. But do you think 
I don't think Makai would leave Virginia Tech, and there's no rules that would make him leave. And you just yeah. think, just think about the, the the coaching relationship and the, the Yanni Gray dynamic. You really think? Can you imagine him going somewhere for even a year? Not really. That'd be Hard so strange. And and then the fact that, you know, he would be wrestling against a team his brother is on. That's really strange, right? Yeah. So I don't know. I'll yeah, still. I'll say Makai is more likely to win five than, than Yanni because I don't know if I see him transferring. And then at that point, listen, think about this too. And also, they obviously have to win two more titles too, and there's been big upsets. Well, three, before. three and four. So, well, three for Yanni, well, but I'm saying to, to be able to win four, to win five, you have to win four first, right? So they've got to win the two before it's even. And really... to be able to win four, you have to win or three. Can you win two? Can you win Mackie two at a time? Good. You might be able to win two at a time. We'll look into that. We'll try to have that clarification. What if, oh my gosh, Christian, what if in the free year they go the way of Wee wrestling tournaments and they let them do multiple brackets? What about that? Double enter, Yanni double enters. <laughs> he becomes a four-time champ this year. Also, him. there were like five or six people that also brought up, okay, are they going to let D2 and D3 champs in the D1 tournament now? Which I don't know why what they does jumped that have to, to that. What does that anything? And no, they aren't. Listen, God, there's an easy way to be in the D1 tournament. Go to a D1 school. I know that they are used sure? to do the thing. Are you sure that's what you have to do? Well, there's a couple other things, uh, but that would be the first step. If you really want to wrestle in D1s, you should go to one of those D1 schools and then make the team and then start and then qualify, and then you get to do it. But I, I, I have no interest in seeing the D2 or D3 guys. Sing. Where I want to see them is at, the, at Senior Nationals and the U.S. Open and Midlands, Midlands, all those places. But, no, if you want to be D1, do the D1 thing. Um, that's, that's hey, my... you know what I thought about Yanni that's kind of funny is – he won a New York State title as an eighth grader, ninth grader, tenth grader, eleventh grader, and he forwent his senior year because remember he had to get the elbows done. Yes. What if he does the same thing at the NCAA level where he wins his first four titles and then he foregoes his last year because he does not want to transfer? That would be really weird because he would have been able to make history as both the high schooler winning five and a college guy and winning five, but he chose not to for other reasons. I, I um we were DMing about this yesterday, and I was like, you and Dake could both have more NCAA titles than you do New York State titles. Because <laughs> Dake only won uh, two, I think. Two or, two or three. I know Ian Paddock beat him at one. He definitely didn't win four. Um, and then yeah. Yanni, with having four, could win five. So that'd be so, sort of crazy. But I don't – yeah. It, it would be – it'll be strange. What is going to be even weirder than someone winning five – maybe it's not weirder – is someone like, you know – Two-time New York State champ. Guys that didn't, someone like Dayton could be a four timer still, right? That's crazy. Yeah, he could be a five time yeah. finalist, four time champ, um, who, you know, timed it just right. Max Dean could win four titles. No, that's not right. No, he, he wrestled. No, uh, he wasn't a freshman. Just we'll edit yeah. that out. We'll, Bracky, we'll, edit we'll, cut, we'll cut. Just delete that. Just delete it. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, yeah, lots of five-time questions. Wow, Kyle Dake was also a two-time letter winner in baseball, playing second base and catching. Wow. Boom. He was a sprinter in track. What if he wore shoes? Was, Did he wear cleats in baseball? And was uh, the student council vice president. Wow. I can't believe he would allow himself to be VP. He'd be like, I, I could see him being <laughs> VP and, like, orchestrating an overthrow. Like, I'm president now. I'm running the show. 
All right, next next question, which would be actually the first question. Do you think Kale wanted Snyder to wrestle at the Open? Seems like something Snyder wanted only. I actually probably believe that I think Kale is giving that guidance there, probably, if I had to guess. And I mean, they're at least having that discussion at the very least. And I think I think if Kale had reservations about it, he would have made them known. And then I think Kyle probably acquiesces, right, to whatever Kale thinks. I think that's the whole point of Kyle at Nittany Line is like, okay, I'm going to go all in here and, and buy into everything that this program yeah. believes, right? So I don't think they're reaching any decisions that Kale is not on board with, right? So, But then, I don't, I mean, then the question would become, Christian, why did – Snyder wrestle when no one else did is you know is there something specific about that they want to get matches he obviously wrestled in the NLWC event last month um, but there weren't very many NLWC guys at this event yet Kyle was there that's true I don't know why that would be other than different wrestlers need different things at yeah. different times and yep Kyle Snyder's a guy that he likes to wrestle he's always entered stuff and competed a lot and I think it's just what he what he likes to do um, I don't know. That's that's my thought, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I guys, I don't know why. I, you know, this has been my take a few times. But you got you got to get matches to get better. You have to assess yourself as a competitor. And so, you know, like I was really put off by the fact that some of these programs who are close to Iowa City did, didn't wrestle in it because you haven't competed in seven months. I mean, it's little, very literally been minimum of seven months since you've competed. So in order to get better, you have to get out there and you have to try stuff and you have to make, you know, make the adjustments when you see something isn't working. You get practice is a simulation of what a match is, but practice can never be a match. Right. Yeah. I, I agree, but obviously the, the programs have their reasons. Um, but yeah, I don't, I, I think Kale and Snyder reached the, reached the conclusion cooperatively. Mm-hmm. If I had to guess. Um, okay. Um, is there a way to watch Russian Nationals this weekend? I don't know. I was hoping Bracky would maybe. I'm know. sure that there is a way uh, that we will find on Twitter. Is very Kozak, close. Is to, Kozak watching. Um, yeah, he always has all the answers. Co- the, I believe. I believe in Kozak and Nomad to find us links. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Okay. Um, Next, uh, brainbuster. Come on, let's go. Hey, well, wh- someone wants to know why you aren't on TikTok yet. Tick, because it's Chinese spyware, and I'm not doing it. Okay, there you go. Blair is kind of low IQ, also. It is. It's sort of silly. It seems like it's for. Oh, your Mac is people dance on there. Yeah, you dance. They got low it's IQs because like people dance. <laughs> You have something there's against... nothing to it. You just like do a dance and that's it. Like there's no like back and forth. I don't know. I don't get it, Kyle. I'm not going <laughs> to pretend like I get it. I'm out. Now, Instagram just stole TikTok and called it Reels, right? They just kind of do that. I don't know what that no, is. No, that was what they did. Wasn't that they stole Snapchat? That no, Snapchat yes, they did that Snapchat. and they stole the stories. Now Instagram does Reels, which is basically TikTok. I don't know anything about Reels. I don't either. But yes, you don't? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, Christian, you're the hippest one of us all, I guess. That's what scary. Else, what else is new, guys? Uh, <laughs> all right. 
the real Avery Lynch. Blair's a perennial powerhouse that transitions to NCAA success. Who was Blair's last Blair alum to win NCAA title? Who will be the next Blair NCAA champ? So the last one I can Ooh. think of is Ed Ruth. And, before and, and Ed only went to Blair one year, I believe, correct? <clears throat> yeah. Or two. One. Well, I don't know. I thought it was more than one It was one not year. a long time. No. No, Ed only He's went from for Harrisburg. a short period. Yeah. I thought it was two years, but I could be wrong there. Kellen Russell okay. was probably the last one before him, if I had to guess. He's a full-timer. Yes. Um, and the next one, who is the next Blair? I have to go... Who's AJ the highest ranked player guy right now? AJ Ferrari. AJ, don't count him. He's only there one year. Not even a year. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how long that lasted. Um, yeah, who would it be? Who's the best guy? I mean, I think if, if Shane Van Ness doesn't win a national title, oh, Shane Van Ness. I'm going to lose my – I will – Is there someone that would do it before him? Yeah, who's from Blair right now that's poised to win a title, though? Oh. I, I don't know. I mean, not – I don't think Julian Ramirez, um, that one of the Mastros. I don't know. I, I don't think so. Who would it be? I feel like I need to look through your rankings and rankings. I don't know. No, no one comes to the top of my head right now. Yeah, I think McKenna came close. McKenna was right there, but didn't. Yeah, I'm saying, I'm saying Shane Van Ness. Prove me wrong, other Blair dudes, but I'm feeling pretty strong about that one. Okay. All right. I can't find your rankings. It's there. Right. They got, you got Iowa and New England and National. Yeah, check Trail. the new. They might be in the New England ones. All right. Uh, will Zane be joining the $25,000 tournament? No, he will not. Ooh. If Are Ryan, you guys going to let Evan Henderson? Because uh, Yachty was petitioning for Evan Henderson. Um, I would imagine he'll probably get in if I had to guess. We're, the world's thing. Are you still there, Ben? You froze. Uh-oh. I bet Ozzy unplugged the internet, if I had to guess. We lost Ben, but that's okay. Um, I think Evan Henderson probably gets in. World's Happening has um, – are you back, Ben? I'm back. Okay, cool. Did Ozzy unplug the internet? I have no idea. I got frozen, and then I refreshed it. And that's good. Okay, I think it was Ozzy. So <laughs> we're saying uh, – we're, we're talking about um, $25,000 tournament, and – Worlds, we had some international guys that we were going to try to get in it. Right now with Worlds, yeah. that kind of messes that up. So now we got to kind of, you know, shift and yeah. get some more domestic dudes in there. So because uh, the tournament is December fourteenth, and 18th. that's like right when December eighteenth. So and Worlds is right before that. Then it's like during. It's like twelfth through twentieth is Worlds. Wow. So okay. And the thing is, it's like okay, well only. Let's say we get eight domestic guys, and they're all trying to make the senior world team. You know, only yeah. one of them is going to make it. So, yeah. and that would be determined, I would assume, in November. So we could get eight. Right. One guy makes a team. He's out. We get. It will not be hard for us to get an eighth person in this bracket, right. and then we just do the bracket. That's how I yes. think it's probably um, going to play out. And Evan Henderson Pritchett, should probably be in it. Yeah. Weren't they supposed to come up with an announcement last night on their participation in the 2020 Worlds? It's a Tuesday night. Well, they said they were going to have the meeting. I don't think they gave us a timeline on when they were going to have a decision. That's unfortunate. And I think the the name, image, and likeness thing is the vote is in January, and it would go into effect August of 2021. Really? That's not what uh, they were under the impression of. 
That's from our, our buddy Jay Jaggers. I hit him okay. up mid-show. Got it. What a guy. Uh, okay. What a guy. If Ryan Deacon bumps up to 86 kilograms, will he look big in that weight class too? Yes. He looks Man, big I didn't think he looked that big at 74, Christian. I really I didn't. Big. Really? So like him next to Wick, I thought Wick looked wow. bigger. Wick is like Oh, Wick actually super. isn't on a big 165. I mean, he, he looks large and he's tall, but he does not cut a lot of weight. I thought he looked bigger than Carr. Um, but Carr was 57 last year. Or are you talking Deacon or Wick? Uh, Deacon versus Carr, I'm talking about. Yeah. And you're saying Carr is a hard time making weight also? Yeah. Anyways, I mean, obviously, he looks big. Yeah. So I thought Deacon was big at 41, 45 when he wrestled that weight class, or 65. And then I thought he was big at 49. But 57, I think he looks relatively large. But when he was against these 74-kilogram guys, I was, you know, he, he didn't look small, but he didn't look like, oh, my God, he's huge either. We were... We want to know the ranked Blair guys. Yes. Right? Okay, so 113, you have number two, Mark Anthony McGowan, <clears throat> which I believe if he continues on the path he's on, he can be a title contender yeah. at 125. Uh, 138, number one, Shane Van Ness. 145, number one, Cody Chittum. Yes. Yeah, both those guys. Well, but Chittum's not at Blair right now. Okay. Well, he can't. What are you talking about? He's not at Blair. He's not at Blair? No. Is he going to wrestle at Blair? I hope that's true. I'm going to get yelled at again, but um... – I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I, I heard from multiple people that were not you, Christian, uh, who's number one, that he is not at Blair. Okay. Well, cool. <laughs> 160, number two, Travis Master Giovanni. 182, number two, Rylan Rogers. 195, number three, Peyton Kraft. And 220, number nine, Noah Pettigrew. What about guys that are currently in college? Yeah, that's what I was curious. curious. Like, what? Oh, I thought guys? you wanted to know the high school guys. No, I'm sorry. I, I oh, wanted my the bad. college ones who are currently, yeah. Which is harder because they don't have, uh... yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, late. Let's let's get out of here. This was a fun show. Right. I enjoyed it. Um, we'll be back tomorrow. Will Bracky have an alien hour? I sure, that he will. Sure. Make it spooky. <laughs> we thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks to Coach Jaggers for hopping on, educating us, helping us understand this ever-evolving landscape of NCAA wrestling. Thanks to Ben. Racky, and especially you for listening. We'll be back tomorrow. We hope you have a great, great Wednesday. Happy hump day. Racky and I are going to enjoy breakfast sandwiches right now, which are provided mm-hmm. by Flow Sports. Sorry. Come, move to Austin, Ben. You can have so many breakfast sandwiches. See you, buddy.